And here we are, 12 noon on a Sunday. 12 noon on Sunday, December the 3rd of 2017, kicking off a two-hour special here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Our regular programming is preempted. You'll hear it later in the day. And uh, I want to thank everybody for watching around the world at Facebook Live. I want to thank everybody for tuning in here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can comment on the NSN app about any of the things going on here during our special broadcast. What is today's special broadcast? It is a broadcast from City Field in New York, the home today of the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo. This is a major event that has attracted uh, tens of sponsors and uh, organizations and companies, uh, one that's going to feature over 60 vendors, uh, one that's going to feature over 20 different lectures on a variety of topics, and one that has combined in one conference and expo special needs care, elder care, and preventative health care. Hence, at one point during this, um, uh, during this expo, you'll be able to be screened for hearing dental, vision, and general health. Free screenings going on all day for preventative health care. And again, elder care and special needs care are both being addressed as well in this massive health care conference and expo, which is uh, scheduled uh, until 5 o'clock and is supposed to attract uh, over 1,000 people in this venue. So we're at City Field in New York. We're indoors. Don't worry, we're not on the field. We're indoors uh, in their conference center. It's really a beautiful location. And there are many things going on here. I mentioned the free screenings, and I spoke about the uh, lectures and the vendors. Uh, if you do come here now, those of you in the New York, New Jersey area, if you're coming here now, uh, you're treated to free parking here at City Field. Uh, you'll be able to see our live event broadcast, which is being done with Ilunishmas, Yaakov Mordechai ben Avraham Lipa HaKohen. Yaakov Mordechai ben Avraham Lipa HaKohen. Uh, you'll be able to um, come in. Enjoy a buffet lunch and refreshments courtesy of Gourmet Glot and participate in all these lectures and visit with all these vendors that are here at the Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo. Our premium event sponsor is Northwell Health. If you've seen the uh, print announcements regarding this conference and Healthcare Expo, you know that there are many, many, I'm talking about tens um, of, uh, of sponsors and sponsoring organizations and companies who are part of this entire effort. And there are many wonderful featured speakers here. Featured Rabbanim on some of the sensitive issues that are going to be addressed today include Rabbi David Cohen, Rabbi Yaakov Bender, Rabbi Tzvi Flaum, many featured speakers, uh, doctors, um, psychologists, uh, rabbis, community heads, um, different organizational leaders, uh, all participating today in, in what is, uh, without a doubt, the largest and most effective community health uh, conference and expo. So I want to thank Rabbi Bender, Rabbi Baruch Bear Bender, and, um, and our sponsors for inviting me here today. I want to thank both ZK and Yoni Pollock, who are working hard in terms of setting up and producing our broadcast. It is being done with Nishmas, Yaakov Mordechai, and Avraham Lipa Cohen. We are on Facebook Live right now. If you go to Nachum Siegel Network, you can watch us on Facebook Live. We are, of course, on the Nachum Siegel Network, which means you can comment on our app uh, as you listen to the show. And um, we are going to start soon with some of our special guests who are going to be joining us in the next couple hours. We're here until 2 o'clock Eastern Time. The fair, the conference, and expo will continue until 5 p.m. Eastern Time here at City Field. Thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. Plenty more coming up if you keep it here for a special Sunday afternoon edition of a live lunch here at the Nachum Siegel Network.
We're live at the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo. And it is an honor to welcome uh, Shopsi Schreier here to our airwaves. In addition to knowing him for quite a while, he is the executive director for Manhattan in the Bronx of Caring Professionals. Caring Professionals, I noticed, is one of the event sponsors here at the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo. Shopsi, welcome back to the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you, Nachum. I still remember stopping by last year. <laughs> yes. Time flies. Oh my gosh, time does fly. All right, um, first of all, your your feelings about this event. You just mentioned the prior one, so obviously this one's bigger, and it seems to the average eye even better. From your perspective, is it like that? Yeah, looking around and also being here, it's already only an hour through, so I'm sure a lot of people came for the sessions, but we'll see after the sessions break out. But the traffic has been uh, pretty consistent from the beginning, and there are a lot of vendors here, and it looks like a very well-attended conference so far. Caring Professionals, one of the event sponsors, explain to our audience what Caring Professionals does. Caring Professionals does home care, and now we've also developed, and uh, we do a lot of for the Holocaust Survivors Program, and the new, new program that we've introduced in the last several years is called the CDPAP program, where a loved one can care for their parent, grandparent, family member while in the home and get paid for it. And pr instead of getting an outside person in aid, we have a wonderful program. And coming now, Caring Professionals is a leader in this in terms of we just, right now, it's, the rates have been raised up to $14 an hour and coming January 1st, it's uh, looking to be $16 an hour. So people can really make a living caring, taking, for, a caring loved for a loved one. All right, so this is, this is obviously very important for our audience, and I have more than a limited experience in this. So essentially, they can, I guess, what, file as a full-time worker, as a 40-hour-a-week person, or even more no, than no, that? No, 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 no. It's, it's basically not, not an overtime situation, so it's a 40-hour-a-week, up, hour up to 40 hours, depending right. on what they get from the managed long-term care provider right. through and the they, Medicaid program. And they would then get that 14 or $16 an hour that you from, described. From caring professionals. Understood. Yes, so they're being paid what is considered to be a full-time full salary to take care of their loved ones. All right, yes. give me some procedural stuff here. How does someone go ahead and find out how to do this or to incorporate this oh, into their family? We have marketers all throughout the company. We go to the house to sign the people up. It's uh, much less requirements as it is to become a home health aide, a certified home health aide. Not, not much training involved. You know, it's basically taking care, helping with personal daily functions, and right. uh, it's ready to go. How and, long has this been around? Uh, I believe we're into the third year. Is maybe. it only New York State? It's a program they developed out of the New York State, you know, Medicaid. Yeah. I mean, there seems to be some genius to it, frankly. Like, <laughs> you'd rather have a loved one, as an elderly person, you'd rather have a loved one care for you but than someone not familiar with you, right? Co correct. Correct. So it's a right. fast It doesn't growing. always work practically. It doesn't work but, practically. But, but a very often, I would think very often it would. Uh, no, that's why we've yeah. seen a resurgence and people are signing up, you know, it's a big, big up-and-coming field. And I believe now they're realizing there are some <clears throat> big vendors and who do it right. And you know, again, is there, there a lot pushback of from the from those who've trained as home health aides, or there's still plenty of work for them? There's still plenty of work for them, and there's nothing that says that the people who are trained as home health aides can't work if they have a family member. Right. Oh, good point. For right. that, so it is an overlap. You know, right. they may have someone in their own life that they'd be able to be do able this to for, make it a little easier for them, also. them also. So they know the patient already. You right, know, good so. point. Wow. So it goes both ways. So it's a really exciting time, and uh, we hope, you know, again, 
anybody can call the office numbers, you know. Uh, we yeah, we'll give out those okay. in a moment. Shopsy Schreier with us, Executive Director from Manhattan in the Bronx for Caring Professionals, one of the event sponsors here today. Uh, are people, when people walk by and see your vendor booth, are they as surprised as I was to find that this program exists? Because I would think most people don't know about this. Again, that's what happens. It's an amazing thing. No matter how much you advertise, right. imagine that. it's events like these. You've stunned me with this development, frankly. <laughs> it's events like these. And again, I, uh, we have to say, uh, again, Hakar Satov to Baruch Bibender and his entire staff for putting together such a conference. Because... In truth, until people actually see it, you can take out as many ads right. as you want. And it's very often until people are experiencing Until people experience it. and you know, and then word of mouth, it passes along from one to the other. But it's amazing. Right. Everybody really... So in theory, factors. someone could walk into the Achiezer office and say, I'm desperate, I need someone to take care of my mother, father, whatever the case is. And if the people in Achiezer know this person is, is not fully employed, they would suggest, hey, why don't you just become a home health aide and... And collect the salary without for it. using a name. I'll tell you a story. Yeah. Somebody came by the booth today, and they told me their sibling just lost his job, and they said, "Well, that would be fantastic. They can take care of my mother, full time, full time, and and make a nice living. Yeah. You know, with so it's a really a great program." I always love to say, whenever you can get a win-win situation, right. that's what it sounds like it to sounds, me. You know, There's no catch here, right? No, you know, that's uh, <laughs> all right. Shopsy yeah. Schreier and his staff are more than willing to speak to you about all of this. Uh, their office is located in Forest Hills. Their direct phone number is a, a 212 number. Can I give that one out? Uh, we'll use 718. I will use the 718 897 2273. Again, that's 718. 718- Eight nine seven twenty two seventy three. Uh, it's caring professionals, home health aides, personal care aides. But again, I think the most important part of this conversation is that if you out there are concerned about an elderly person or anybody who needs a home health aide in your own life, in your family, etc., someone in your own circle might be able to do it and get a full time salary. Yes, uh, w- wonderful, wonderful. Which thing. is pretty amazing. Shopsy, thank, thank you so you much. Got it. A very important piece of education, folks. You wonder what you wonder how effective these fairs are. You wonder how effective these uh, conferences and expos are. Uh, we just learned something very important that somebody who visits the caring professionals booth will learn from Shopsy and his staff. Uh, there's plenty of lectures, plenty of vendors, uh, over 60 vendors here today. A big uh, shout out to. Uh, uh, Gourmet Glot for providing buffet lunch and refreshments. Our broadcast is being sponsored by Ilunishmas, Yaakov Mordechai, Ben Avraham Lipa Cohen. Yaakov Mordechai, Ben Avraham Lipa Cohen. Um, and, um, and we thank the uh, sponsors of the event, and we thank the people here at Achiezer for taking care of this. All right, uh, we have a special guest with us. Uh, who is this, Naftali? Naftali Solomon. I know a lot of Naftali Solomons. You know there's other Naftali Solomons. I am there. the other Naftali you're, you're Solomon. I know you're so modest. Naftali Solomon. You're so Naftali, modest. If you you're out there, so. you know I'm the other one. You're the main one. We've gone through this and discussed this already. That's very humbling. Yeah. That's very nice of you to play the role of the choice. other. He's much more popular than me. Naftali. But I am Yaakov Solomon's son. Right. So that puts me that. on the map a little bit. Hundred percent. He's an amazing man. Uh, I heard he goes around saying that you're his father. <laughs> Excuse me. That he's your father. He's rather. Father. That he's your father. All right, yeah. tell me about uh, where Yaakov Solomon, excuse me, where Naftali Solomon spends his days normally. Well, I have a private practice in Brooklyn, but uh, about two years ago, my father and I actually expanded, and we opened a clinic uh, right off Ocean Parkway and Avenue L, um, and we brought in a device called transcranial magnetic stimulation, 
otherwise known as TMS, created by a company called Brains Way from Israel, of course. Wow. Uh, and basically, we're treating depression. And anybody who's out there who suffers from depression, and there are 15 million Americans who do so. And plenty in our community, I would say, unfortunately. We are not, certainly not exempt, right? right? Uh, have, have to try this treatment. It's FDA approved, which means that insurances are covering it, including Medicare. And it's mainly for treatment-resistant depression, meaning people have tried medication, it's not working, bad side effects. But in a couple of years from now, most of the experts believe it's going to be a first-line treatment for depression. How does it work? Well, um, we have a yeah, we have it here in our in our. You'll be uh, demonstrating, right? Here, right? demonstration. But is it's it complicated? A, uh, is it painful? How does it work? It's not painful at all. There are no side effects, which makes it really a lot safer than something like ECT, which is shock treatment, right. which works, but it's very short term. There are plenty of side effects, and it's invasive, and it's not comfortable. So describe this one. So this one, it's a machine with a helmet. It creates a magnetic field that goes into the coils that are inside the helmet, and it's basically a, a magnetic treatment that targets the area of the brain that is responsible for mood and responsible for causing the depression. How quickly does it work? The patients come a minimum of 20 times. For some patients, we're seeing... I'm not going to say immediate results, but after five or six times, they already start to see results. They come in, they tell us, feeling a little bit better. And then we continue, and we continue, and they have a, an opportunity and a chance to get all the way better after 20 treatments. How long and it ago? Works, and it, no, I'm sorry. It works in about 70 to 75% of people. How long ago was this developed in Israel? Uh, FDA approved since 2013, clinical trials. Uh, I, I mean, I would guess they were using it in Israel much earlier than Correct. that. Were there well, studies the, out of Israel that, that proved all this? No, so there's, there is, um, there's a treatment called regular TMS or repetitive TMS, which is uh, FDA approved since 2008, created by a company called Neurostar, came along Brainsway and they perfected it. It's a, it's a little bit more, um, it penetrates a little deeper into the brain, which means, because we're called deep TMS. Uh, so that means the treatments are shorter. The amount of treatments that are needed are less. 20, you And it's more said. effective because it penetrates deeper. How those 20 treatments last how long each? So somebody who comes for a trial of treatments uh, will go up to about 40 treatments if they need it. If right, but how long do they last? They're each session. And it will last. Oh, each one lasts about 20 minutes. So you sit there for 20 sit minutes. Sit for 20 minutes, and you're up. You can do whatever you want. You could uh, watch your show. Right. You can check your phone, the whole thing. Check your phone, right? Watch uh, a good movie. Learn Gemara. <laughs> Everything's all Watch options a movie, are open. right? Listen to music. Listen to Nachum Siegel. <laughs> there you go. Naftali's I mean, listening to Nachum Siegel can make you better anyway. You, you don't see, even that's need the, the best mood changer as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Naftali Solomon is here. The name of the company is? Neurocare TMS. Neurocare TMS, located yes. in? Located at 615 Avenue L, right off Ocean Parkway And in that's Brooklyn. where people go for and the treatment. And that's where the people will come for treatment. If, when, once you sign up, you're evaluated by a psychiatrist. If you're a candidate for treatment, you start to come for treatment. Um, and you should prepare to, to come f- between four and six weeks now you men- get better. You mentioned the word magnet. It's, yeah. it's not unknown, especially those of us who follow sports, that magnets have, I don't know, have proven to have had some type of healing power, some type of, I mean, there are athletes who literally, you know, dress in magnets, you know, whose arm, you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Do you not know what I'm talking about? They wear magnets Am I on crazy? their arms? You've seen this, right? We, we've seen magnet treatments, and I'm wondering if one's related to the other, if it's the same type of philosophy. 
applies well, to. Well, I, co I, I compare our treatment. I compare our uh, device to a to an MRI machine, except that an MRI machine is off of your body. And That's the, magnetized, the by the helmet, way. Right, which is magnets. Right. They're using Correct. magnets to take the pictures. Correct. Um, so the difference is that our MRI helmet is on the brain. Right. So you feel like a tapping sounds a little loud. It's not painful. There are no side effects. Everybody tolerates it. It's fantastic. And uh, you said 75% or up to 75% success rate. And believe me, I'm spending time in this conversation because I think this is extremely valuable to a lot of people out there. Extremely Thanks, valuable. Um, <laughs> to those who think there may be a placebo effect. Right, which is understandable, especially when you don't have you know invasive treatment. People right. think like, oh, right, sure. it can't be effective if it's not invasive. Right. I, I mean, w can people read about this? Are there studies they could see about it? Is, are there is there information in your office that would give them more of a perspective about the odds-on chances of it improving their situation? Absolutely. Impression? There's uh, something called Google. Heard of it? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, certainly, googling. I know uh, how to Google. Deep, deep TMS or Brain's Way. Brainsway.com will have all the information. B-R-A-I-N-S, obviously. B-R-A-I-N-S, right? Way.com right. uh, will have all the information on that. Uh, there are th the clinical trial shows the, the difference between the real and the placebo effect. So we know it's real. It's, it's drastic. The difference is drastic. But certainly, I mean, I wouldn't expect anybody to, to call or come in right. without researching exploring it. it and researching it and looking for information. When people you know. stop by your booth, is it obvious to you that this is a concern, that they are, like me, in the last couple of minutes, you know, intrigued by this whole thing? Because it is, as you said earlier, such a big problem in our community. Yes. Yes, sure. We've, had, we've been here for about, I don't know, an hour and a half. Uh, everybody seems interested in it, right. even if they themselves are not right. suffering from depression. Who doesn't know somebody? Because you're addressing a problem that all of us are concerned about, even Correct. if it doesn't affect us. Correct. We're very and any age about. also. Correct. Right. You have kids that are depressed now; they don't right. know what to do with themselves. Older people, right. it's it's rampant. And as you said earlier, medication—it seems like you always need—I don't know—two, three, four, five, six tries of different things. And this is what I've heard Correct. from people going through it. And that, that in itself can be a very difficult procedure. Exactly, exactly. And it's, uh, you know, some people—it's great. Medications are, are wonderful yeah. for a lot of people, they but work. some people have have really a lot of negative side effects, and people don't want to stay on medications the right. rest of their lives. Correct. And some are on medication, and it's working a little bit. And we have found that the TMS, along with the medications, will put them in a much better place. Have you ever heard of the word diapulse? Does that ring a bell at all? So I'm wondering if this system works the same way, which it might. I, I don't, don't know. Diapulse. No, okay. Shmuel, you know diapulse? Just mentioning it. You've heard the name, right? Yeah. Grandel, everybody. One thing have anything to do with the other or not? You don't know? Uh, anyway, <laughs> Naftali Solomon, information. How do people get information about uh, your 718. Office? Three seven five zero seven five five is our phone number. We also have a website, NeuroCareTMS.com. Uh, it's not completely ready, but you'll you'll get enough information. Um, certainly from the BrainsWay.com site, you'll also know about us. But the best way is to call. You'll usually be able to reach me, and we would love, really love to help. Plus, you're here till five p.m. today, and I'm here right till five p.m. Seven one eight three seven five zero seven five five. That's our office number. And if we're not answering, we'll certainly get back to you within a couple hours. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nachum. A pleasure. I'll vote to you. Okay. Well, so far, we've met people that are doing some uh, good work on behalf of the community, that's for sure. And that's always a wonderful feeling. Uh, this broadcast is being done Lili Nishmas, Yaakov Mordechai ben Avraham Lipaha Cohen. Yaakov Mordechai ben Avraham Lipaha Cohen. And uh, we have plenty more coming up here from the uh, Achiezer Healthcare Conference and Expo at City Field. 
over 60 vendors, over 20 lecturers, great buffet lunch courtesy of Gourmet Glot, free screenings for hearing, dental, vision, and general health. Our programming, which is usually on the middle of Sunday, is postponed to drop till later on in the day so we can do this live broadcast from City Field. Plenty more coming up here at the Nahum Siegel Network. I, some people are calling it a special live lunch. Some people are calling it a special presentation. Call it whatever you want. We're calling it a good service for the community as we go through some of the great um, uh, companies and organizations out there that are uh, helping as much as possible in the world of healthcare uh, in our community. Here's Mordechai Shapiro. You're listening to the Nahum Siegel Network. Yeah. 
had a wonderful encounter here between our uh, our host Shuli Woolman who's of course the chairman of Achiezer and has done such an amazing job and uh, our guests who are about to introduce from Northwell Health Northwell Health the premium event sponsor of the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo combining special needs care elder care and preventative health care those of you who are listening or watching be aware of the fact that we're at City Field until 5 o'clock today, and I say it with that type of urgency because aside from the, the vendors and, and people like our guests who we want you to meet, there are free screenings going on here today, hearing screenings, dental screenings, vision screenings, general health screenings. We know how those screenings have literally saved lives, screenings off the cuff in areas and in the situations like this. So come on by, take advantage of those, and of course all the lectures and all the vendors, etc., etc. Two guests from Northwell Health. We have Dr. Uh, Jason Nadich, who is the Senior Vice President, Regional Executive Director for Central Region of Northwell Health. Welcome to the Nahum Siegel Network. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. I thank you for that. I'm Michael Goldberg, who's Executive Director for the Administration at the Long Island Jewish Medical Center, Northwell Health. Thank you for being here as well. Thank you for having us. Uh, it is, uh, you are, I'm sure you know, at the top of a very distinguished list of event sponsors. You see how large a list it is. Uh, some very capable organizations and medical facilities that are part of it, and you were at the very top. Why did you feel it was important uh, for you to be associated at the very top of, the, uh, of this list with this event? Well, thank you. It really is an honor and a pleasure to be here today and to work with Aki Ezer. Uh, we've been working very closely, primarily with Rabbi Bender, to develop the relationship between Northwell Health and Aki Ezer, and we really do view it as a partnership. We both feel very passionately about community outreach, education, and healthcare. And this conference today is a perfect example of how those three things can come together to improve the wellness of a population. There's no question about it. This is a conference I never dreamed would attract this type of attention, and now we see this type of crowd, but it certainly has done that. And just from our uh, limited conversation so far today, it's obvious that every one of these vendors has the capability of helping families and, and changing lives with whatever developments they have, whatever services they provide. And you guys, of course, as we just said, are at the top of the list, and that's much appreciated. Tell us what's happening at Northwell. To the average person like myself, and you heard from the questions I asked you before this broadcast started, that I have certain curiosities. Uh, we know how hospitals now are operating a little differently uh, than they were in the past, you know, a decade or two ago. What's happening in the Northwell system? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so, as you probably know, Northwell Health officially rebranded as Northwell about two years ago. We started as 
many different hospitals, most prominently North Shore University Hospital and Long Island Jewish Medical Center, which right. were only two miles apart. With the merger of those two hospitals, there's the North Shore LIJ Health System, which most people are familiar with. Uh, we have grown to a 22-hospital network across the greater metropolitan New York area. That includes, includes Manhattan Hospital? Includes Lenox Hill Hospital in, in Manhattan, Manhattan. Wow. Staten Island University Hospital, obviously in Staten Island. Right. We have hospitals in Queens, in Westchester, Nassau, Suffolk County. Now, it's important to be big, but far more important is to be integrated. As a large integrated health system, which is integrated amongst not just 22 hospitals, but over 5,000 physicians who work closely with us, we're able to provide the full continuity of care across the life spectrum for everybody's needs. We've also partnered with Go Health to have urgent care centers. We have rehabilitation centers, nursing homes, Vivo Pharmacy. Our goal is to take care of patients for any needs that they have throughout their life. Are you one of the larger hospital groups? We are actually the not only the largest healthcare provider in New York State, we are the largest employer in New York State with 61,000 employees. So if we're somewhat familiar with some of the Manhattan groups, you are larger than they are. Yes. Um, now, there is a perception that this type of move or this type of you know, union of so many you know, different entities, there's a perception certainly that it's not to the advantage of the patient. And that may be true, may not be true. What could you tell us are, are the advantages for people because this is so large now? Well, well first of all, I think the one advantage is the ability to specialize. So two of the hospitals that I'm most proud of are Cohen's Children's Medical Center, oh which is the premier children's hospital in the region. It's ranked in the top of uh, U.S. News Report, U.S. News and World Report in nine out of ten categories. Well, its reputation is amazing. It's fabulous. And the other is Zucker Hillside Hospital, which is a psychiatric facility. Where's that located? On the campus of Long Island Jewish Medical Center. Both hospitals are on the campus of Long Island Jewish Medical Center. So with one phone call, as I speak with Rabbi Bender frequently, I will get a phone call that says, I have a patient with certain needs. How can you help? The answer is always yes. We can find the right location close to home or for the most specialized care that any patient needs. See, Dr. Nadich and, um, and Michael Goldberg, I will tell you that I'm somewhat familiar with our community. <laughs> and I would bet that if, in fact, you're in charge of 22, whatever the number is, of, of facilities, and if our Bender is in regular contact with you, you are probably getting uh, a tremendous number of requests from our community for service, I would guess. And, and that's what we want. And I encourage you to speak to him directly. So you don't uh, mind when the yes. phone rings and his name shows up on your phone? No, we actually <laughs> like it because that's, that's why we're here. We're here to reach out to the community, and we're here to help. And, you know, uh, an, an event like today, as much as we understand why our services are necessary to help coordinate for the individuals in the community, community outreach and education today is to prevent that confusion. We all shouldn't be that confused about how to get health care. Right. And we're here to provide concierge services to anyone who needs it. But the truth of the matter is we're committed to educating folks. If you look at some of the conferences, some of the lectures that are going on today, how to recognize the signs of dementia, how to recognize the sign of stroke, what's normal development in a child and adolescent. These are questions that people in the community need help with. And as much as we can educate people on what's normal and what's abnormal, when to seek advice and how to seamlessly get that advice, 
then we feel really good about what we've done. I get that. Michael Goldberg, what is your uh, function on a regular basis? Are you administrating the entire thousands of people that are working for the hospital system? So not the entire 61,000, but there's about, 61, there's about 5,500 uh, employees who work at the Long Island Jewish Medical Center campus. Wow. And, uh, you know, one of the things you asked a question earlier about, about why Northwell and why Akiezer right. joining together, uh, you know, when we started really talking with Rabbi Bender and Michael Dowling, our president CEO, who's really responsible for the entire organization, we got together and, and what we recognized is we really were caring for a lot of the community already. The question was, how can we do it in a way that, that we can do it um, more connected so that when we're caring for them, we know that, that they're here, we're taking care of them, they know who we are, and we have a, a back loop co conversation with Rabbi Bender where it's appropriate and, and making that strong connection back in the community, but also to listen to, to the community to understand what are the needs? Is there anything that we're not offering or in a way that we can offer it better? so that we can, we can really be a trusted partner. And, and that's where being as large as we are is a strength to the, to the patients in the community and not, not a weakness in yeah, it. Well, I'll reveal a secret to you, and that is, well, not secret to everybody, but uh, I have been a patient in your hospital and had, uh, you know, <laughs> not to go into too much detail, had a couple of things done in your hospital and was extremely impressed by the level of personnel caring for people in the hospital. Now, and I live in Manhattan, so I've seen some, you know, and, and uh, I, don't know, and I, I hope that as you get bigger and bigger, you don't lose that. You don't lose that tremendous professionalism, nursing staff, um, technicians, you know, the ones who are really in touch with the patients more than anybody else, very often more than the doctors. Uh, I hope you're able to maintain all of that as you get bigger and bigger. Yeah, and that's a, that's a very significant goal, and we, we're thankful that we had the opportunity to provide that care for you, and, that, and you said those very nice words about our team. And, and many people, when we talk to them, all say similar, similar compliments for the team. They're a very dedicated group of individuals, and as you said, it, they're there for you 24 hours a day when you need that help and you need that empathetic care and you need that compassion, and, and that's really what we're, we, we hold at the tenet of what is important to us. I was once, I mean, you'll I'm sure you'll appreciate this story, I was once um, checking in for some checkup or minor thing going on in a Manhattan hospital, and they asked who my doctor is and where I've had certain procedures done, and I mentioned LIJ, Northwell, as you now refer to it, and they said, you live in Manhattan, and you went to Long Island? Don't you know everyone from Long Island? Because I said, excuse me, but if you understood the type of care that I had on Long Island, you'd also be going out there. Is that a great story? Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. That's, re that's really a wonderful thing. You know, and going back to this concept of partnership, mm -hmm. uh, we've learned so much from your organization, and Rabbi Bender has been really wonderful about helping us understand the cultural and religious needs of the communities. Which can serve. be voluminous. Yeah, and and it's, it's critical. And so going back to the question of why Northwell, we're able to deliver extraordinarily high quality medicine. We're able to provide the patient experience and the comfort and the ease of suffering. But th those are just table stakes. Mm -hmm. that's, that's why you should go to any hospital. But with this relationship that's developing, our goal is to learn from you about how we can serve the community, the family, and the patient in a way that encompasses all of their beliefs, their religion, their traditions, the culture, everything. And I would, I would venture to say that the more an organization like yours 
spends the time doing what you just described, mm -hmm. the easier it gets. Yes. You know, as much as we, you know, on the inside, like to joke about our needs and our and our wants and our and our, uh, you know, sometimes irrational behavior. I could say it. <laughs> um, nonetheless, the more the more you understand what's going on, the easier it is to provide that service and to you know to give people what they in fact need. So. Absolutely. And the partnership has been great, and we look to expand it further going forward. See, I'll give you an example. You, yeah. for instance, uh, in your hospital system, the more, the more you associate with our community, probably see more and more family members. Yes. Right? We tend to have a lot of family members, but that's a good thing. Which is a great and thing. As long as you're prepared for it and know how to deal with it, then you're able to welcome it. Otherwise, it gets out of hand. So. It, it, that's exactly right. It's, it's actually a great thing. We know that patients recover better mm. and have better outcomes when they're surrounded by their family in the hospital. Right. So it's something we encourage. Right, you encourage. And again, as long as you're able to deal with it and people understand you know, what the parameters are. Yes. Look, you guys are doing amazing work. I'm a big fan, as you know, and, and uh, even, an even bigger fan that you guys have taken the top spot to be here today. Achiezer enjoys uh, what's obvious, a really nice relationship with Northwell Health. Uh, and you should both continue to grow with, um, with tremendous uh, uh, strength and enthusiasm and with the ultimate goal, obviously, of just getting people better and providing the health care they need. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for having us and giving us this opportunity. I appreciate that. Dr. Jason Nadich and Michael Goldberg, Long Island Northwell Health. Check it out, everybody. They have a, a very large facility that now encompasses a greater part of the New York region. A pleasure meeting you. Thank you, thank you very, very much. They are the premium event sponsors here at the Achiezer Conference. And, um, and they are recognized for that. Our broadcast is being done with Nishmas, Yaakov Mordechai, Ben Avram, Lipa, Cohen. With tremendous thanks and appreciation. And um, I thank everybody at Achiezer for. Uh, ah. Uh, I thank everybody at Achiezer for uh, inviting us here and having us part of it. Remember, if you're just watching now on Facebook Live and you're in the New York, New Jersey area, Remember, this fair is going on until 5 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here until 2 o'clock, but this fair is going on until 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And those of you out there who have an opportunity to come to City Field, I can tell you in just three, four conversations that we've had, I've already discovered how key and vital this conference is. So come down and take advantage if you have an opportunity. Uh, Joel Yarmark is here. Yarmak is here. He is executive board member at Achi Ezer. Thank you very much for being here today. There, there we go. This okay? Yes, now okay, we got you. Great. Well, nice meeting you. I've a pleasure seen you many meeting. times. Thank you very I've much. Seen you at weddings recently. Yes. With your big part. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I didn't know if anybody actually My took kids notice. Kids married, but otherwise, Baruch Hashem. But I would have kept you. So alive. when their kids get married, give me a call. Absolutely. You'll Thank you very first. much. You'll be the first. Um, how many years have you been associated with Achiezer? I've been associated with Achiezer. I would say uh, probably about ten years. Why does this organization work so well? This organization works amazingly well because it's really totally altruistic. It, it, there's no politics involved. Uh, it's, it has one goal. Its goal is to serve the greater Jewish community in our area. We've also reached out to other cities that have looked for, that would like to replicate what we do. And it's just there to help people in any way it can. Uh, Baruch Bender, the uh, president or executive vice president, uh, is an amazing person. I've, I know from own personal experiences, you can call him in the middle of the night and he will just jump to help you. Whether you need a doctor, whether you need a facility. Uh, what happened in Hurricane Sandy, I think it's well known 
to most people, where uh, the whole Akiyaz organization, the whole community, immediately was mobilized. Uh, I remember sitting in somebody's house in Farakaway where they were bringing in equipment, they were bringing in phones. There were about 100 people sitting around. They were creating committees. They were creating places to get food. They were creating places where people could sleep. They were starting fundraising. A lot of what Achiez does now was born that night. Yes, Achiez definitely took a tremendous leap forward yeah. as a result of Hurricane Sandy. And uh, it really showed that with relatively limited resources, how much can be accomplished by uh, leveraging off not only the people that work there and not only people that are on the board, but just people in the community. I mean, we literally had hundreds of volunteers serving food, collecting uh, clothing, and so on. I remember the scenes. Joel Yarmak is here, um, executive board member Achi Ezer. The cliche is, you know, they, know, they don't know how to say no. But in this case, it really is true. Like, all they ever do is say yes to anyone. And I know this from personal experience. People who, who've spoken to me about going to Achi Ezer when other organizations could not help them, and all they do is say yes, and then they ask questions later, you know, in That's terms true. of getting it done, which That's is pretty very remarkable. True. I mean, look at just this function today. Yeah. It's one very small thing relative to what Achiezer does, but look how many people are here, look how many vendors are here. I'm sure many people will be serviced, many vendors will be able to spread what they do. And again, the idea is just so that people who are involved with elder care, and many of us today are Baruch Hashem, we have elder parents yep. or relatives, and we don't really know where to turn. People are living longer, Baruch Hashem and uh, they need special medical care, they need facilities, and this is a great place just to one-stop shopping. Yeah, speak to any vendor here, you'll learn something you didn't know. You'll learn about a service you didn't know about, you'll Absolutely. learn about something that can help people I wasn't aware of. Absolutely. It's, it's Absolutely. really interesting, it happens every single time. Right. Joel right. Yarmack, Executive Board Member at Achiezer, thanks so much for being okay, here today. my pleasure. My pleasure meeting you. Uh, more coming up. More? Oh, we got, we got yes, yet another wonderful guest to, um, and this, this gentleman has a very nice last name. His name is Siegel. That's why I said it like that. We're at the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo, everybody. City Field, New York. We're live in the middle of a Sunday here at... Uh, are we going to do this right away? Or? He said he needs a couple of minutes. Um, we're live at the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo, which is being done. Our broadcast, Lilu Nishmas, Yaakov Mordechai, and Avraham Lipa HaKohen. And... We are introducing Mr. Frederick Siegel from Caring24 Health Technologies, located in Oceanside, New York. You can go to Caring24, that's a 2-4, Caring24.com. Fred Siegel, welcome to the Nahum Siegel Network. Thank you very much. Nice, nice last to meet name, you. huh? Why, is your last name Siegel, it too? It is, but I spell, my, I spell my name the right way, as I like to say. You oh, probably say the same thing, I would say. I bet. do, I do, I do. All right, it's called Caring24. What is Caring24? So we're a connected health technology company that specializes in providing services to keep seniors safe and independent at home. You've all seen the commercial help by fall and I right. can't get up. So that's the primary product we provide. We provide a whole portfolio of devices that are gamed and geared towards monitoring people, connecting them with their caregivers, and making sure they get the right help at the right time. The push button monitor system, I would guess, is what? A necklace, a watch, a bracelet? How does it work? Right, so there's really probably two versions. One is a neck button, which is a small lightweight device, and it can be one on the neck or the wrist. Waterproof? Waterproof, wear it in the shower, obviously. And the range is about 300 to 600 feet from the base unit that's connected in the home. 
Now, the, with the emergence of new technologies, you know, cellular and GPS and tracking, there are mobile devices that we have today. This is a picture of one. So this could be utilized outside of the home. So this basically is a miniature version. It's of, a GPS? Yes. Someone has an accident yes. out there. Yes. People will know where they are. Exactly. Interesting. So, you know, that's more that's a for nice the twist. ambulatory, the more yeah. mobile person. And if they're on the go, then they can have this and always have push button assistance. And then there's also a website that allows the individual or family, let's just say, to go look at their actual location. So there's a bit of big brother or tracking component. But an important thing. But it is an important thing, especially for wandering as well. Uh, Fred Siegel is here, Caring24, Caring24.com. How much better is this unit than it would have been five years ago? Like how, much, how, how advanced is this now? Well, I mean, there's the one that basically is still a homebound device. Right. It is as reliable as ever, I as guess. As reliable as ever, but it's connected to a landline. Right. This device we have here is a cellular home device. So most of the people don't have landlines, which is right. happening more popular then we have a device that actually works with the cellular network. I think the main component that has improved is actually the size of the uh, device. So it's a lot smaller than it used to be, and that means it's a lot more convenient to wear. More comfortable. Right, exactly. You think they'll ever come up with a device that if someone drops, God forbid, to the floor and is not able to push the button? They, they have full detection technologies. Um, they're always perfecting it. Um, it's got, um, you know, basically accelerometer in it. So depending on how sophisticated the accelerometer is, it can detect a fall, and then it will alert the monitoring center and let them know before the, if they have a fall and they can't push the button. So that's amazing. Yeah. Is that a product you have already? We have it. Um, it's a little bit more expensive, and they're still perfecting the technology. There's some always false positives because it's right. really tough to figure it out. <laughs> something drops. Right. If something <laughs> drops, they sit down in the chair really hard, right. or they bend down real quick. It can go off, but there's a way for them to reset the device you know, and it doesn't hurt. It does, they don't, there's no charge for if they send a call in. Right. So it always could just be a test. But, you know, depending upon how active they are, you got to be real careful about how you assess and then basically prescribe these devices. All right. Frederick Siegel is president of Caring24. You can go to the website and check out all these products at caring24.com. Thanks so much for joining us all today. Right, thank you, everybody. A Enjoy pleasure. your nice Sunday. Thank you very much. More coming up. You are listening to the Nahum Siegel Network, a special Sunday edition from Achiezer's Health Expo. And I thank you all for tuning in and being part of it. We'll head to some music and be back with more special guests. So far, we've learned a lot during this expo and during this broadcast, which is being done, Lilo Nishmas, Yaakov Mordechai, Ben Avraham, Lipa HaKohen. You are listening to the Nachum Siegel Network.
This is the, uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. We are live at the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo. And Yoni Pollock has just handed me information about our next guest. This seems to be a topic that I've wanted to discuss. You know that. This is a topic. I think it's a topic I want to discuss if I have, if I have this, uh, if I have this uh, correct. Our guests are uh, Dr. Mark Merlin, Chief Medical Officer, and Sim Shane, Chief Executive Officer, at Paraflight Emergency Medical Services. They have a 24-hour dispatch. It says here that they deal with commercial flight medical escorts, chartered air ambulance service, VIP and executive air charter, U.S. and international flights. The only reason why I'm smiling is because just a couple of minutes ago, I turned to my chief engineer, ZK, with whom I've worked for the last 25 years, and I said, do people really need these services? Are there people in our community who are using these services? I meant that in all seriousness, out of informational-wise. I was just curious. So you could tell us the answer to that. So uh, Dr. Mark Merlin and Sim Shane, welcome to the Nahum Siegel Network. Thank you very much. Who's going to start answering the question of our community actually needing this service? So it's actually interesting. I got into this uh, business through a friend of mine named Shlomo Zakheim, oh, I'm sure Shlomo. you knew. And he started off because he had his own private jet. Right. And he used to send us on flights all over the place for chesed, for chesed projects. 
I realize it's actually a tremendous need. There are people who get stuck. They get stuck in Israel, they get stuck in California, Florida, wherever they might be. And they're away from home and they have to come back, whether it's for medical procedures or if they have to come in for rehab or anything else like that. So we can take them back either on a private air ambulance or many times saving them tremendous amounts of money, we'll take them on a commercial flight. So I just got back Wednesday morning from Israel where I took a patient from here who was getting a specialized chemotherapy out in Israel. So we flew Sunday night, got there Monday afternoon, and we flew back right away, came back here Wednesday morning. If, if I was on that flight, would I know that this person has a special escort service with them? Probably not. You might see somebody with a stethoscope, but we send paramedics, nurses, and doctors really all over the world. Dr. Merlin will tell you about his network of doctors, but he has over 150 physicians who work for him, and he sends them all over, all over the world for many, many different organizations and companies. And if I'm on the plane, they are incognito. I would not realize that they're there. Correct, unless they're on a stretcher. Sometimes right. they're on a stretcher in the back of the plane that you'll see. Space, but otherwise, we ride up either in the first class or business class section. You might sometimes, if you see, might see somebody on a ventilator, right. that you'll notice. But for the most part, we keep everything very, uh, very low-key and undercover. And I would think it's to the benefit of the airlines to do that because, you know, the more people who know about these situations, the more, I don't know, the more they'd be on edge or the more they'd be suspicious about whether something's going to happen to their flight and things like that, right? Correct. So, There's a lot of clearances right. that have to take place before they agree to allow us to go on. But we do arrange for oxygen and cardiac right. monitors and things like so that. So these situations that you just described, including the one that ended this past Wednesday morning, happens how often? Believe it or not, it happens actually very often. And it's not just people who are sick. There are people who want to go to a wedding. Right. right. We fly people in for Yom Tov and people want to go to Israel and maybe celebrating a bas mitzvah or a bar mitzvah there and their elderly grandparent they don't think can even go. But we'll send along a doctor, we'll send along a nurse or a paramedic with them and now they could spend Yom Tov there and then right after Yom Tov we bring them back. We and go I to LA, we go to Florida, we go anywhere they really want to go for medical care or just because they need somebody to go along and hold their hand. And I guess it's not that crazy when you think about it because the same way you would escort somebody in a car, bus, or train, you just happen to be doing this in the air, right? I mean, I guess right. providing a medical escort for somebody who's flying by plane. Um, and, and I would assume that uh, anybody of means who can, uh, who can afford this service could utilize you, like you just said, for any type of family situation they wish. Correct. And it's, it's a lot cheaper than sending somebody on a private air ambulance. And we work hand-in-hand -hand with everybody. We recognize that... Times are tight and money is tight and we, work, we do a lot, tremendous amount, probably greater than 50% of our flights are chesed flights. So if someone's so, in this situation, they should not hesitate to call correct. you. Correct. Correct. And, uh, and the private air? The private air ambulance? Private air is a little bit more expensive. Most insurances do not cover. If they do, we work hand in hand with those insurance companies. But that's sometimes somebody stuck out somewhere and, right. and they have to get back. Now let and me that's why we have the benefit, actually, of having Dr. Mark Merlin, who's, who's really a legend. He's a... Uh, all right, Dr. Merlin, you yeah. got to tell me about this legendary yeah. status you have here. Well, I, I have to be careful what I say after that. We have about 150 medical personnel who work for us. We have about 50. Meaning what, in this area, the United States, the world? In the tri-state area. Uh -huh. But we have physicians in California. We have physicians in Florida. We can call people from, we have physicians in Israel. We can call people from around the, around the world. And if there's a patient locally, we can actually go ahead and send a physician right to the hospital to see the patient locally. It's what we'll often do like in the New York City, New Jersey area. We'll see what the patient's needs are, we'll drive there, we'll figure out when they want to go. We have about 150 physicians in all specialties, but we have 15 specialty trained flight physicians. So these are people who start out by being emergency medicine doctors, then they do a one year training program in like flight medicine, where they go and they fly people. So we bring the whole operating room and emergency department 
with the patient wherever they go, whether it's a medical escort or whether it's a private air ambulance. They're missing nothing. They are missing absolutely nothing. We are fully in ER and ICU in the air. We can handle any medical emergency. We believe there's no patient too sick to fly. We have people who get into bad car collisions in other countries. We will send a team there with all the medical equipment, and we will bring them back on a private plane or an air ambulance 24-7. We will have three, four flights in one week sometimes, and we will do this around the clock 24-7. Uh, and your experience that's gotten you to this point? Which so, Sim continues to allude, <laughs> allude to is so, quite something. So, so I'm a physician trained in both internal medicine and emergency medicine, and I run the largest training program in the world for physicians to be uh, trained in taking care of patients outside of the hospital, right? So most physicians train in all specialties, surgery, gastroenterology, to take care of patients inside the hospital. I have the largest training program in the country to train physicians for one year after they finish everything how to take care of a patient outside the hospital. It's called emergency medical services. And you can get board certified in this just like any other specialty of medicine. So you come with me, you work 80 plus hours a week, and you do flights on both helicopters and fixed wing air ambulances or on the ground. And then you do all of these flights for people like Sim in our company, Paraflights. And we pick up patients anywhere in the world. Most of the people who are flight physicians start out by being paramedics or flight nurses. Then they go on to be specialized physicians. But we will—we just transported two very sick babies. We brought a whole team with a flight physician, a neonatologist. And those babies' doctors felt that that was the best way for them to. Yep. That yep. this was the best thing for them to do. Yep. So we did it with Texas Children's. We flew them actually back to the hospital they wanted to go to. So wherever people Texas. want to go. We will take them. You were born in Texas Children's? We were born in Texas Children's. So Texas Children's called us, and anybody can call us 24-7, and we will go out there at a moment's notice, pick people up. So we actually have people with all the medical equipment on them, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we will just say we have a flight, and we will say go right to Teterboro, or go right to Westchester. And the access to the planes, you got the access to the aircraft. Immediately. Immediately. No no delay. So we can literally take off immediately with a full medical team and fly wherever somebody wants to go and bring them back to whatever hospital they want to go to. Now, I uh, will let you in on a little secret. We travel a lot because we're broadcasting literally from around the world, and almost every time, <laughs> when we remember, we take out travel insurance. And part of our travel insurance is if something happens to one of us, God forbid, outside the United States, we are entitled yes. to a free whatever. I guess we call it a flight, right? A free medical flight back to So the what US. you're saying is so important because most people aren't as smart as you and don't do that. And what happens is... Like Sim said, most people's insurances don't cover oh, I would, this. Oh, why would they? Yeah. A few do. Right. And even the ones that do will oftentimes only fly you to the closest facility where you're located. They won't fly you to the hospital you want to go to. Right. So subsequently, they can uh, give us a call and we will fly them anywhere. Well, that's what I'm it, thinking. That In partnership, if and my if, insurance calls you guys, yeah, the whole thing could be worked out. And at. your travel insurance probably wasn't that expensive. Correct. Very inexpensive. And that can save you a huge amount of money. But right. most people, when they travel, don't think about doing this very simple thing, taking yeah. out travel insurance. And besides doing these medical flights, we also do a lot of organ procurement. So when it, uh, a healthcare system, when they have a heart or a lung that needs to go, they will give us a call. Every hospital is somebody different who represents them. And then we will fly their medical team and to what, wherever they're getting, harvesting the organ from. We will sit there and wait, and then they will get the organ, and then they will fly them back to whatever facility. And we do this for multiple different healthcare systems. What a feeling it must be to run a company, right? A for-profit company that saves lives. It must be an amazing... I mean, everything you do, every step, 
is, is saving a life in some way. It's absolutely amazing. And when I'm actually at Solar Paramedic as well. Uh, so you know so what it's like to save lives. Years, right. Unbelievable. The whole thing is unbelievable. I'll tell you. Paraflight, it's called. It's called Paraflight. They have a 24-hour dispatch, always at the ready. And you're invited to check out their website, paraflightems.com. It's P-A-R-A, paraflightems.com for all the information. And I assume all the contact numbers, et cetera, are all on the website, right? right? Uh, I don't know. I probably could sit here all day and ask you guys questions. But it's just it's an amazing thing that you're able to do. And who today would... Who today would think that uh, at the drop of a hat you can literally <laughs> provide medical help for somebody via airplane? It's just, uh, it's just amazing. So if you got a call today, this moment, and there's a heart in Oklahoma that has to get to New York, you could take care of it. Yes, absolutely. Right. Well, that's realistic. We could get that call right now, right? You never. It could happen 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And subsequently, we will get the call and we will get the plane. We will see what their needs are and we will take care of everything. Similar to medical. If you call us and say, my family member needs to go from hospital A to hospital B, you need to do absolutely nothing else. We will take care of every single arrangement, everything, every single security aspect. We will take care of the ambulances. You just need to call us, and there is nothing else you need to do. And those hospitals could be thousands of miles away from each other. Right. 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 Uh, you must be familiar. I don't, obviously, we're not going to mention any names. There's a famous story of a rabbi who traveled to Israel, had a major accident, and only because that one time he traveled, his wife purchased travel insurance, was able to get back right away. Otherwise, he would have been, I'm right. sure you know who I'm talking right. about. Absolutely. Uh, otherwise, you know, yeah. we, we would have been in a situation like we were just describing earlier, where nobody knows where to turn and what to do. Anyway, so buy travel insurance, everybody, and check out the website at paraflightems.com. Gentlemen, Great. an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you very much Take for care. joining us today. We are learning a tremendous amount at this fair today. Everybody we speak to has at least one angle that we've never even heard of before or never realized that something's affordable or can be incorporated into our own care for the elderly and other people in our families. It is just unbelievable. All right, we are here broadcasting from uh, the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo at City Field. Uh, the Expo goes until 5 o'clock. Everyone's invited, of course, to come down. We're on Facebook Live. We're at the Nachum Single Network. We're on our, on our app. Feel free to uh, comment on the app. And uh, everyone... Everyone's taking notice of the fact that Yoni was born in the Texas hospital that was mentioned, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, anyway, more coming up. I'll head to some music and be back with more if you keep it right here at the Nahum Single Network. Yeah. 
All right, we're at the um, Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference in Expo City Field. Our broadcast is being done by Ili Nishmas, uh, Yaakov Mordechai Ben Avraham Lipa Cohen, and we're on our second of our two-hour broadcast, and Etty Cutler is with us. She's Director of Administrative Services at Proud Moments Therapy. It is amazing how many different organizations there are meeting the needs of our community, and uh, this is one of them. Etty, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. It says here you can help, meaning your organization can help, a child with an autism spectrum diagnosis. Explain what that's about. Correct. So we are a behavioral health care agency. We work with children on the autism spectrum, providing them with uh, services to help with their behavioral issues, as well as uh, build up social skills, language communication issues, and any skills that they need in the home. We also partner with schools, as well as any other services that they receive to really make a whole child approach. Um, and this service is provided through commercial insurances. 
Hmm, interesting. Uh, is all this done one-on-one? -on -one? Is it done as a part of a group? How does it work? So uh, the services in the home are one-on-one. -on -one. And then our social skill group have a group of four to six children uh, in order to be able to generalize those skills that we teach in the one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, all these ch uh, children have autism. And then we also generalize skills into their regular schools or whatever school that they're in or in the community. Who evaluates these children and then recommends them to you? How does a parent know that their child can benefit from all this? So usually parents either find us online um, or through word of mouth uh, or through their pediatrician. Because they've been told by their doctor or therapist Correct. that this would be a good way so, to go. So they get either a prescription from their doctor uh, for these services or uh, clinical psychologists, uh, neurodevelopmental pediatricians or psychologists, psychiatrists. Once they have a prescription uh, for these services, then they could call us up and give us their insurance information and we could start the intake process. We do a behavioral assessment and a skill-based assessment. Uh, on the kiddos and then we provide a board certified behavior analyst to supervise the case and a direct care behavioral technician to work with the child one-on-one. -on -one. Wow, I would guess you have a lot of success stories. <laughs> yes, we really, really do. We have integrated children into communities. Uh, kids go to shul now that were never able to tolerate being in shul before. Um, they're able to be at family functions, family events, uh, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah parties we really do a lot of parent training as well so that when we're not there the kiddos could uh, function within their home environment on their own and have that support that they really need from their parents boy oh boy at uh, the Cutler's with us director of administrative services at uh, proud moments therapy how long have you guys been around uh, we have been around for over three years uh, there was a law in New York State that passed uh, making insurance companies provide these services uh, in January 2014, and we started shortly after. And we're really working together with Autism Speaks and the autism community to really broaden the scope of services that we're able to provide to the community. The cause in general, you mentioned Autism Speaks, and the mm -hmm. cause in general has really gotten a lot of attention nationwide. Is that because so many families are affected by it? What would you say? There is one in every 68 um, children today diagnosed on the spectrum yeah. and um, you know there's varying functioning levels a lot of kiddos are in typical schools and just need a little bit of support a lot of kiddos are in special needs schools uh, the issue is is that not all of the schools understand autism very well and ABA applied behavior analysis has been shown to be the gold standard of care for children on the spectrum to really reach their potential and to really grow and at proud moments ABA we really uh, hold ourselves to the gold standard of ABA care and develop programming and help our providers be up to date with all the most recent studies and research in order to help these kiddos and wow. families. Very interesting. I, uh, I'm amazed by how many different services there are in our community, and obviously this is a very important one. How do people get information about all of this? So we do have a website, www.proudmomentsaba.com, as well as a phone number, 1-800-PMT-ABA1. Again, 1-800-PMT-ABA1. We do have locations in Brooklyn, Queens and Long Island, Manhattan, Staten Island, Syracuse, New Jersey and Baltimore wow. and 
all of our clinical directors are professionals in the field and really will help families connect with what they need, as well as our intake providers are very sensitive, caring individuals, and we'll definitely take care of you and give you all the information you need. You're doing a lot of great work. Continue so on much. and good luck to you. Thank you. Etty uh, Cutler, she represents Proud Moments Therapy, everybody, and uh, serves as Director of Administrative Services there. Uh, more coming up. It is a Sunday broadcast for us here at the Nahum Siegel Network as we continue at the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference and Expo. Uh, there are free screenings going on here until 5 o'clock, including for hearing, dental, vision, and general health. And uh, everyone should take advantage of that. And, of course, a reminder that our broadcast is being done. Leo Nishmas, Yaakov Mordechai ben Avraham Lipa HaKohen. Yaakov Mordechai ben Avraham Lipa HaKohen. Information about Achiezer in general, achiezer.org or 516-791-4444. You are listening to the Nahum Siegel Network.
The Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference next. Well, last few minutes here on a Sunday as we go until 2 p.m. Eastern Time. I thank those of you tuned in around the world. 
And those watching on Facebook Live, thank you very much. Mark Leibowitz is with us. He's business development uh, coordinator at the Pooled Trust Services. Uh, Pooled Trust Services based in Lakewood, New Jersey. Welcome to the Nahum Single Network. Thank you. Thank you very much for what having me. What is Pooled Trust Services? All right. So it's basically, in short, um, when a person or you know elderly or disabled um, applicant is looking for Medicaid services in New York State. Our offices are in Lakewood, but right. we're obviously New York State approved for a person to be eligible for the Medicaid program and keep all their income. Um, Medicaid has strict income guidelines um, for a couple and for a single participant, and the pool trust enables them to keep their full income and still be eligible for the Medicaid program. Uh, these major changes, because I know it was a lot different years ago, happened around when? Like how long has it been? The pool trust has been implemented over the last 30 years. It's, um, 30 years? 30 years. It's been around. It's New York State, obviously. Right. You know, Medicaid's funded partially by the state. But am I right that funded. recently, over the last couple of years, have been major changes? Or no, not? not pertaining to this. Maybe other type of uh, health care, you know, family health care and stuff like that. But when it comes to the elderly and disabled, it's been around, you know, it's been set in stone um, as far as the pool trust goes and income goes, um, you right, know, so relatively a, a long time ago. So families are able to keep their assets while at the same time they're able to get some assistance from the government in taking care of the elderly or disabled. Correct. It's basically income. I mean, assets is, you know, right. a, another separate uh you know eligibility requirements but income you know people think that you know i make two thousand dollars social security between pensions and everything and not eligible for medicaid the pool trust scs pool trust enables them to keep their full income um, and still you know receive the medicaid services in the community all right typically you're hearing from people obviously who are trying to care for the disabled and the elderly that i understand but are there specific or special circumstances that arise where your company steps in and really helps out uh, it's basically people not knowing. Um, they don't know. The they don't know. They don't know that. Uh, you know, people think like <laughs> I mentioned earlier that I make three thousand dollars, two thousand right. dollars Social Security. I'm not eligible for Medicaid. That's what we go out there. We, we, you know, again, we go down to their homes. Right. Uh, we sit with them. We're exclusive in you know meeting with them in their apartments or in their you know with the families to get them you know the the give them the education that they need in order to be eligible for the Medicaid. And again, I come across. Uh, I meet a lot of people on a daily basis, weekly basis. Um, and again, uh, the number one thing is I never knew this is allowed. Right. You know, so the trust is. Uh, yeah, people shouldn't, people shouldn't think this is a game. They shouldn't think they're, they're getting away with something Correct. they not allowed to get away with. This is on the up and up. Correct. They just people have to realize that, that they're entitled to it. Correct. People ask me all the time. It's a loophole. What, what, right. is, what is Medicaid game from? It's very simple because community Medicaid is a very simple process. It's cheaper for Medicaid overall to allow people to stay home. When a person goes into a nursing home, very complicated. It costs Medicaid tens of thousands of dollars or more. Right. So they allow people to stay in the community, open up a pool trust. We manage the funds, which basically we could pay any bills that they would like us to pay that are above the Medicaid limit. And um, Medicaid gains from it and the applicants gain from it. Pool trust services. You SCS. can go to uh, SCS, excuse me, SCS pool trust services. Uh, you can go to scspooltrust.org, scspooltrust.org. And Mark Leibowitz is the business development man there at SES Pooled Trust Services. Thank Perfect. you very much for spending time with Thank us. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate, Appreciate that. It. More coming up as we continue here on a uh, Sunday broadcast. Uh, I know that uh, as we are, as we are uh, starting to wind things down here on a Sunday at the, uh, at the Nahum Siegel Network, I know that um, we are making an attempt to get Rabbi Bender to join us for some final words. We'll see if that happens uh, coming up right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
Uh, we are live at the Achiezer Jewish Healthcare Conference next month. Before we wrap things up here on a Sunday broadcast at the Nahum Siegel Network, we've got Linda Spiegel, our old friend, with us. Yay. She is Director of Public Affairs at the Margaret's Heats. Um, nursing. What does it say? Center Light Health System? Is that correct? It's under Center Light. Under Center Light. But Margaret Heats Nursing and Rehabilitation Center. Margaret Heats Nursing and Rehabilitation Center. How many times did I say those words in my a career? A few times. Linda, few welcome times. back to the Nahum Siegel Network. Thank you. It's so nice to see you I will again. remind our audience, Margaret Heats is located in what area of Queens? Jamaica Hills. It's right in Jamaica off, Hills. Right off the Grand Central Parkway. It is right near some wonderful Jewish neighborhoods. Street. Yes, very close to Kew Garden Hills. Hillcrest, Jamaica Estates. You guys, and I know this for a fact because we saw it firsthand, you have made every possible accommodation for our community. Unbelievably so. Yes, uh, we have. Which really means that now you could service all communities in the area. Yes, I we mean, can. We've even extended the Erev to reach to Margaret Teets. We got all the rabbis involved in that many years ago. And I we have that. people visiting on Shabbos all the time. I remember that. We have a beautiful Shabbos apartment. People stay over. If they have family members there, if their loved ones are there with us. You have a rabbi. Have you have Rabbi delicious Perlman. kosher food. The food is, come over, have something to eat. It's delicious there. Delicious, delicious. The rabbi it's, is it's great. It's always been a very welcoming environment. We've always yes. felt very good over yes, there. Yes, we want you back. We want you back all the time. But <laughs> at we, Margaret's we, we do a lot of rehab at our facility. About We are a 200-bed facility, right. mostly private rooms set up originally for Holocaust survivors. And we still do have survivors in our facility. And as a not-for-profit, we get a lot of grants. So you'll see a lot in our facility that you don't see in other places. Right. We have one-to-one -one assistance 
for some survivors that require that through a grant. We have art programs and music programs and um, even spa days for the ladies. I love it. Some of the guys like it too, you know, what can I say? But it's, um, it's a really very warm, lovely environment there. And the staff is very caring as they've always been. Few people have gone, new people have come in, but I think they've added a lot of their own personalities to the place and you still have that warm feeling when you walk well, in. Well, we so. picked up there, uh, aside from some of the things you're saying, which mm -hmm. are all accurate, I can tell you that much, but we, what we picked up when we were there is how dedicated the board is, very active. Very active. Take yes. it very seriously. Yes, yes. Uh, and th which is important. They take yes. it very seriously and with, and with great pride. Yes, for and, sure. And those, uh, those board members from our community really took with great pride all the adjustments that were made to expand our community. I mean, it's not, it's not a unusual on a Shabbos now to see kids in the neighborhood coming to Absolutely. visit both their own relatives and other people who are Which there. Which is something we never had before. Correct. In the beginning, it took a while to build that, to build the trust in the community, and now everybody really wants to be a part of it. All the Rabbanim have me on speed dial. Nice. They call me when they need something for one of their congregants. And we have so many people that really volunteer on Shabbos during the week. The yeshiva girls come over. On Shabbos, the people in the community come by to visit with them or, or help with the minion. So we really appreciate so much the community support that we've really garnered there for so many years. And uh, we want people to know that we're going in the best direction possible and that we want to continue to help them provide the best quality care that we can, whether it be for short term, whether it be for hospice, because we do carry, we do have right. hospice services there, and long term care. But um, I think that the environment there is very unusual in this day and age. It certainly so, is. A so lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of. Linda Spiegel's Director Thank of Public you. Affairs and Margaret Teets. Uh, they're in Jamaica Hills, and they have uh, reached out over the last many years to our community in a way that I don't think too many institutions have, and you should be very proud of that, and I know you are. Thank Information you. at margaretteats.org. Thank you, Linda. I want to say one more thing. Sure. If anybody would like to call, please call me directly at 718-298-7838. I would be proud and privileged to help you with whatever your needs may be for your loved ones or yourself. And any community leader that wants to tour the facility, you'll do that as well. Absolutely, anytime. 718-298-7838. And when you do tour the facility, you'll see a magnificent aquarium Absolutely. that you'll never forget. And the birds. Don't forget <laughs> the birds. I heard now. about the brand new birds exhibit. <laughs> My gosh. Thank you, okay. Linda. Thank you. <laughs> a pleasure. All right. We'll wrap things up in a couple of minutes here at the Nachum Single Network. Keep it right here, everybody. Uh, we'll have our final words in just a moment here at the Nachum Single Network.
up after an amazingly successful broadcast from the Achiezer Jewish Health Expo. Right, Baruch Bear Bender, of course, leads the organization. I can tell you, Rabbi Bender, again, we come here, we speak to six, seven, eight of your presenters and find that information we never knew before. And I guess that's the main reason why you have this conference and expo. Yeah, I just uh, thank you, Nachum. Thank you for being here. Thank your entire team as well. I think ZK and Yoni and the entire crew. Got the right names here, yeah. Um, but I just met, you know, uh, Moshe Edelman, who was so instrumental in setting this up. And he says to me, you know, he wants to leave the floor uh, to run to one of the sessions. And I was lucky enough just now to sit with David Cohn. And and Hara, our children don't have those challenges of special needs. But sitting in there and having the opportunity to sit with Rabbi Cohn um, and hear him answering questions that are complex and difficult. And you want to sit there for hours. And then the next session, which discusses you know, dementia and, and depression, all of a sudden a child that was taken care of by a parent all of a sudden now is taken care of a parent. Like, you don't want to leave these sessions because there's so much to learn. And uh, that's what the theme has been the entire day. And my brother just texts me. He's like, there's a van coming from Muncie. They left at 1.30. Is it too late? I said, come on down. He said, they, they need late. to be here <laughs> uh, because they just want to learn that there's so much that they just, they're not aware of. And by the way, what and you just said about the presenters, we've learned from all the vendors as well that we spoke to. There's always some element, either a new item or a new development or some law that's been passed or uh, you know, something that's been, that's been discovered that all of a sudden is extremely important to people it's in our pretty, community. I, I didn't hear the entire thing, so I can't be fully accurate, but somebody caught with David Cohen a few minutes ago, and I picked up mice or this, that, what was going on. Somebody here picked up a service that a company has that can help his parents, whatever it was. I don't know the specifics. That cost some money, and he was just jumping out of joy that the service exists. And then he saw David Cohen walking down the hallway. He wanted to know what kind of funds could be used for it. <laughs> so he told the vendor, hang on, hang on five minutes, you know. <laughs> Ran down to David Cohen. He said, putter, mutter, that's fine. Talk about all in one, back, huh? and he said, All exactly. in one service. Exactly. So, you know, even things like that. But for that family, they're going to go home now and be able to have picked up a new resource and got a world-class Paisic on the floor who was able to help them on this spot. So right. it's these things that 
we'll remember for a long time. All right, we're here courtesy of the Wolman family, Luzech Nishmas, um, uh, Yaakov Mordechai, and Avram Lipah Cohen. I want to thank Rabbi Baruch Bear Bender and your entire organization. Thanks for making us part of this. And I don't know how much bigger this can get, but congratulations and the Hatzlach Rabba moving forward. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being such an integral part of it and promoting the show and promoting the, the conference. And we look forward to many happy, positive events going forward. Thank you, Rabbi Bender. Excellent. All right, Baruch Bear Bender, busiest man today, and yet found a couple of minutes for us to wrap things up. My name is Nachum Siegel. I thank you all for listening in. I thank you all for tuning in. I thank you all for watching from around the world. Uh, it's been a couple of great hours here at the Achiezer Conference, and um, we're going to go back to our regular programming, reschedule. We have rescheduled our usual Sunday programming to be a little bit later in the day, so you'll be hearing all of that. And, of course, tonight, Yeshiva League Sports um, Court Report with Elliot Weiselberg happens at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Tomorrow morning, we kick off all of our programming with JM and the AM beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Big thank you to Yoni Pollock. Big thank you to ZK. Big thank you to uh, all those here at Achiezer who assisted us uh, putting together this show. And um, a big thank you to uh, Avrami Finkelstein, to Miriam Alwalek, and everybody behind the scenes at the Nachum Siegel Network for making this broadcast possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Nachum Siegel, and this is the Nachum Siegel Network.